This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As laid out by Amazon.com. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What's your beef with the list, oh, Trainer? Where do I begin? But first, let's begin here. Every year, kids love to, you know, make their little wish lists for the holidays, mm-hmm. Christmas, and what have you. Um, uh, and I, I trolled through, I don't know where I came across this Amazon most wish list. Um, and this was, there's actually a, a most wished for list for several things like arts and crafts, electronics, mm-hmm. learning and education, puzzles. But they have one that's the Amazon most wished for in toys and games. So I was like, I'm curious what the kids are really excited about. What do those kids want these days? And, uh, I've got a few questions, but I'm going to start with number five on the list. It was previously yesterday. It was number four on the list. And it fell. I'm happy it's falling. Literally the fifth most wished for thing in toys and games on Amazon. And Amazon is no small thing. Right. Number five, Melissa and Doug's Let's Play House Dust Sweep Mop. The original pretend play cleaning set for girls. <gasps> okay, well, that, I'm an okay. Oh god. Um, I was going to take some, but they led with know. girls. They did, of course, they did. What the hell kind of sad toy is that? Okay, I'm going to tell janitor? you, janitor. This is the funny I, my thing. My kid is going to be a janitor someday. Here's the deal about this. The deal about this is uh, this was not as decided by children. Clearly, no, because this is a hundred percent, and actually, it goes along with number fourteen on the list: uh, the play Dyson ball vacuum yes, with real. It is a gosh darn vacuum toy. This is the kind of thing that parents get for their children, hoping that they will help them clean up with them. And the only I do just want to give one item of praise to the Dyson vacuum. I when I was when my children were young and we had the play vacuum, it didn't do nothing but pop around some confetti on the inside. Oh, I like that little popper thing. Remember that little pop 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 yeah, pop pop. But it didn't suck anything up off my rug, so it was useless. My kids were following me around. I was doing all the work, and they were just pretending they got to this do the picture. work. This thing actually sucks, and some kids yeah, actually like. No, vacuums. you're right. This kid actually sucks, and I feel <laughs> sorry for the kids because I know all these parents. Well, somebody's gonna call in and be like, "My child loves to vacuum." You know what? You need to you need to look at your choices because I'm just here to tell you somebody got to stand up for these children. That is a sad thing if you give a kid a cleaning supply 
for Christmas. Well, it certainly does. <laughs> Number five Sorry. is a, yes, it literally sucks. Number five is a broom. Oh. You are giving your children a broom for Christmas. <laughs> oh, my kid loves the broom. Your kid would love a stick. You could go out in the backyard and be like, I got you this magic stick, and your kid will play with it. You could find a pile of dog doo-doo frozen to the sidewalk on a February afternoon, and your kid will love it. I get that kids will play with anything, but the fact that that is like one of the top five things yeah, it's sad. that is most wished for, Mom. You know what I'd really like for Christmas? I would like some linoleum floor covering <laughs> so I can pretend to be just like you. Here's what Where I would... Where are these children's imagination? I just want to offer this to parents. If you're going to go ahead and spend... How much is it? You're going to spend twenty three ninety nine. First of if all... You, if you're thinking if you, about spending twenty three ninety nine on that, why don't you wrap up your own household broom no, and give No, thank that? you. Okay, what I was going to say is you might as well just go all in. <laughs> Go to Home Depot, buy these four things. It's a dust mop, mm-hmm. a mop mop, a, a wet mop, uh, a broom, and a hand broom, mm-hmm. and then a dust pan. Mm-hmm. Go buy all those things at Home Depot yep. for about $10. Uh-huh. Give them the real thing. Throw and them a say, couple rags yeah, and Why some don't pledge. you do like, oh, let's play. Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's essentially what you're doing. I just think it's really sad, and I think you should rethink your choices in life. If you are really excited to buy your children cleaning supplies, uh, that is just I mean, absurd. Now, my can, kids had all those things, but I don't think I yeah, gave look, them to them for Christmas. I didn't say that it wasn't a thing. Right. I'm saying it's don't, sad. And don't do it for Christmas. That it's a thing. They're going to want to be excited for whatever they I'm open literally judging day. you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's you all. You don't have to agree with me. I'm just saying I'm judging. Bradley's judging. But can I also, you know, with, uh, what's the word? With. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. I want to do that in reverse. The Lord, t- I, I took something away. Yeah, but was, you're going to give props to someone I want to give props for the number one thing on this list mm-hmm. from my crotchety corner. Uh, that's what we're going to call it. Okay. Bradley's crotchety, crotchety corner. corner. Um, the basic fun light, or excuse me, the basic fun Light bright ultimate classic toy. Light bright. It's a light, light bright. bright. That's is number awesome. one. The number one most wished for thing on Amazon is a freaking light bright. Which is, I will tell you, I tried to find a light bright when my kids were young. They, this is a retro thing they're rolling out again. I wish it would have been available all along. Now, for those of you light who, bright is the bomb. who don't remember the light bright, um, God, I just feel like you must have lived under a rock or something. For decades, but um, it literally is just a light box, and you plunk the little um, plasticky bits. I kind of just want to do this myself, yeah. right? It comes with, um, so you get a bunch of different sheets of paper that have a design on them. Yeah. And I will say, I think that they that the light bright of today has more colors. It does more colorful pegs because I want to say our light bright. We had four colors. Maybe we had blue, red, yellow, and green. Yeah. And that's it. We didn't have like a clear probably. Yes. And clear, but we didn't have, I mean, there are like 16 colors in this light bright. So you can make even better art than our art was. And it's a bigger, brighter screen. I just think, you this know, is, and it's this is a steal at thirteen ninety nine. I was going to say that here are the two things that I'm happy about. One, it's the original thing. So they didn't have to do like there's now a phone app mm-hmm. where you can play Lightbright on your phone. No, no, because the whole beauty of the Lightbright is like there's this thing you stick a peg in it and it lights up like 
in today's world of like everything is digital, this is such an analog experience that it, I feel like has to be equally as enjoyable aesthetically or visually for a kid and for hand-eye coordination and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Did. Kids love to stick things in other things, man. A hundred percent. One of the Some things of they love parents most. parents do, too, and we talk about them for the, you know, <laughs> Justin Timberlake. In another segment called Crazy Stupid Idiots. (laughs) But yeah, so there's that. But so they didn't change it. They didn't have to like newfangle it. And also it's $13.99. Like they didn't, you know, like come up with some way to like screw you out of an extra $20. Like all these other toys that your kids want. It's amazing. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of sticking everything in our mouth, um, we like to stick food in our mouth. It's uh, cheat day Friday. So we've got something special that we are going to try when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I know you never get on Fridays on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. We like to try uh, something that's that we don't usually eat on a regular day-to-day basis, uh, and we call it Cheat Day. Cheater! Dirty rotten cheetah! Cheat Day Taste Test. Uh-huh. Stick this in your mouth. What are we putting in our pie holes today? Okay, this doesn't. This kind of feels like the wrong kind of cheat, right? This sounds like the kind that Al Roker and that chick do on the Today Show. Well, you know, by the way, they changed that segment from Cheat Day Friday to Superfood Friday because we complained. That's true. They but now we're doing basically what they do because, okay, so I have a. a, a I'm I'm a member of this thing called Imperfect Produce. So I get a delivery every week of the produce that people that's too ugly for people to buy in the stores. Okay. I'll eat it. I don't care. Um and so I get a delivery. And so oftentimes I will search through when I'm looking at what's coming in my box. Mm-hmm. I'll search through <laughs> I will search through and see what things I haven't tried before. Like for example, I got persimmons this week. I had to oh, tell fun. my husband they weren't tomatoes. So they doesn't use them yeah. as tomatoes, but they also give. They also have chips and other types of foods that maybe had a coating error or some sort of error on the packaging. And so I saw these wild brand thin and crispy chicken chips. And Interesting. I, like, I want to try chicken these chicken chips? chips. Like what is it? I will chip? read. I will read you the uh, explanation. Fried okay. chips made from premium cuts of chicken and tapioca flour. Chicken. Raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. These aren't chips that taste like chicken. These are literally chips, chips made, made out of chicken. chicken. Oh, okay. They kind of look like tortilla chips. The uh, ingredients are natural chicken, tapioca flour, coconut oil, black pepper, garlic powder. And we got the Himalayan pink salt edition. Oh, it also contains coconut. Yay. So. Um, it has coconut? In it? Well, that's what it says. It says yeah. contains coconut. Uh, zero grams of sugar. See, this is one of those things that um, is probably hot because of the paleo trend yeah, and the it's gluten-free. It's very low carb. No, low but it carb. says here, certified paleo. Okay. And it's certified, certified gluten-free as well. Actual prehistoric humans? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So, Holly's especially excited about the chicken chip. Mm. Can I put it in my mouth? You can. What is it? It smells like it chicken. It smells like... Yeah, like a piece of chicken skin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bradley's going to be the first to take... Holly literally is looking at it with... I don't know what to think. Disgust mm. and judgment. But I'll put it in my mouth. Okay. Mm. So what do you think? I'm going to eat mine mm. while you talk. Ooh, he likes it. Mm. Uh-huh. What do you think? It tastes like chicken skin. I don't Ooh. hate it. I like it. Ooh. 
It tastes okay. You know what it tastes like? What? To be honest, do you, I don't know if you do this in your house, but I like to cook a lot of chickeny things on my stovetop and my cast iron. Mm-hmm. It's like the bits, uh-huh. and then I like to show up at the stove after dinner and nibble them bits off the bottom of the cast iron. You like to show up at the stove <laughs> and nibble them bits. <laughs> now, now appearing at the stove, Bradley hey, Trainer, just the bits. I like to scrape off the bottom right. bits. I it like does this. taste like that. I like it. I, I mean, mean, am I going to buy these again? No. This, I want them to be like thicker. Right. But then I think they'd be too meaty. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This would be real good with like sour cream. Mm-hmm. Nice dip. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I would eat the whole bag. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. Okay. <laughs> because... How this much do these bag, cost? Are they expensive? I don't know, because again, I got them with my shipment of um <laughs> Where, what are they called? Produce. What's the brand? Wild W-I-L-D-E brand. I will say there is a little bit of a They're grain free. There's I mean, a little bit of a texture issue mm-hmm. when you get a few in your mouth. It's a little dry. You want to kind of go one at a time and have a beverage with you. The other thing I yeah, want to say little... about this though is if you are somebody who's gluten free or for you know a reason. Yeah, if you just want to be gluten-free for no reason, (laughs) screw you. No, but if you are a person who, for whatever reason, can't do potato chips, but you miss that crispy, salty side experience. It is crispy and salty. It totally fills that need. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad about it. Mm. Holly, how much are these things? Uh, They're about five bucks a bag. And can I also tell you, this is is only two servings. How many ounces of that monies. bag? Um, there are six, uh, 2.25 ounces. Yeah. So it's probably not very economical. No. But, but hey, look I'm for glad it. we tried it. For a it. goof? I'd give it a solid three and a half. For a goof? I'm saying like if you saw it in the aisle and oh, you're yeah. like, oh, just pick up a bag of yeah. these and try them on it. You're not buying these every week. No. This is not part of your regular grocery trip. And if you're not... Because there is a texture thing, and I feel like most people aren't going to put up with that texture thing. Don't you can't put it in your mouth thinking it's going to taste like a potato chip because it's not gonna. But I'm not mad about it. Um, I love chicken. Okay, so um, what's your rating, trainer? I say three and a half. Three and a half. I'm going to give it a three, actually. Holly Roberts. Got to give it a nice three. Okay, Holly Roberts, who uh, the face that Holly gave me when I told her we were going to eat these today. Um, it was, I've never seen it actually. It was like ish, you, or as my grandmother well, thought, would have said, fishta. Or ish to pew. Ish to pew. Oh, it's just the idea that this is neat and a dry. But I have a question thing, for you. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you enjoy a good chicharrones? This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What do, you, what do we call those things? No, I don't. What do we call uh, them? Pork rinds. Pork rinds. Pork rinds. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. I, I love those. pork rinds. I'm saying if you like like a... Mm-hmm. We should try some. I just... I really could go for some pork rinds right I now. I love pork I rinds. I don't like pork rinds. That's the thing. Really? I don't like meat. Thing. Yeah, that's not I get meaty. It. I get you it. like you want your meat meaty. Correct. Non-meaty like, meat is not your You're thing. talking to people <laughs> who would prefer to have a bag of bacon mm-hmm. in the snack aisle. Like right. an actual bag of crispy bacon. <laughs> not bacon chips. No. Actual just bacon. A bag of bacon strips like in a bag. Melt in your mouth bacon. Uh hey Holly, I want to congratulate you for something. Yes. You correctly Sorry, identified meat in my throat. <laughs> okay. I'll leave that alone. No. Uh, I want to congratulate you because you correctly identified the mystery Oreo of the year. I'm giving myself one of these. <laughs> did you guys do this when I was gone? No, you ate it too. Did I? What did, yeah. I, what did we, we think? We thought it tasted like cinnamon toast crunch. Oh. Holly correctly identified. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for them, and that name is D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D Bag? Some idiot who paid $120,000 for this dumb piece of art at Art Basel. Okay, fun. Okay. So there's an artist by the name of Maurizio Catalan, we'll call him. And uh, his latest work of art is called The Comedian. And it just sold for $120,000 at Art Basel. I'm not a huge art fan, but I mean, people pay a lot of money for art. What's so? What's the big deal? This art was a banana that was duct taped to a wall. Oh, that's all it was. Are we sure that it was actual art, or maybe somebody had no. just found a banana? It's actually art. Now, this is okay. I, like, don't at me. Okay. All I the don't, all the high like high the art people art people yeah. who are. They're listening to us already. I mm-hmm. spent. I did art. Okay. Oh, oh, did you have a light bright too as a kid? We all did art. All three of us did art. But oh yeah, you're right. Thank for Project you. Done and Dirty. Thank you. We spent time with actual artists. We know art. <laughs> you sir <laughs> are not an artist. Art. So this guy is the same guy who. Do you remember the golden toilet? The $6 million golden toilet that was stolen from England's Blenheim Palace over no. the summer. Well, this guy is the guy who did the golden toilet. Um, so the, he's he's a known artist. Now, art lover Wheezy Chandler said... Wheezy Chandler? Is that yep, my dog? Right? You can do anything once you've established you can get away with it. Um, and They explain it like this. It's mocking the art world. That's what this artist does. He mocks the art world. But here's why I think it's dumb that somebody spent $120,000 on a banana duct taped to a wall. Yeah. That banana 
is not going to live forever. No, I just, I don't, I don't understand these things. Neither do I. What do you, I mean, why don't you just get your own banana? If you are excited about this, get your own banana and duct tape it to a wall. I have those materials. One time there was a art exhibit uh, and I saw some of Yoko Ono's art at this exhibit. Do you know what one of her pieces was? No, but I can imagine. She's a performance artist. So it was an cuckoo. apple on a pedestal. An apple. See, this is here's the problem that I have with this kind of stuff. And I have been making fun of it as a career, basically, yeah, my entire life. For sure. In fact, when my friends and I in college and I had the, the um, pictures to show you, uh-huh. we did this performance art piece wherein we danced around as a giant Oreo cookie. I won't bore you with the details. Anyway, uh, this is why this has always rubbed me the wrong way. This whole kind of art thing. Like we grew up. Right. And like we took like art class and they were like here's some paints and you know we would paint things and people would be like oh that's interesting and you realize really quickly like you can't be an artist right and then you would see people who do the like you know like beautiful drawings like you have friends who could like draw and stuff and you're like wow that's amazing and they could paint you're like wow you are really talented and then at some point in your life you show up and there's like a white blank canvas with like one speck of paint on it and somebody's like and this is a piece of art from and we're all like okay what that is just a white square with a piece of paint on it I mean it. I see what that is it's unfair to all them people who have actual talent out yes. there to, the rest of you are just getting played you're right. suckers which right. frankly I feel like is what banana is trying to do here is make a point right but like that's why I've never this never makes sense to me because I'm like, this isn't a real thing. This is like a emperor's got no clothes thing. Like all you people are acting like it's something and you got to be on the in crowd to know why it's something. Right. And then it's just a way for you to look down on the rest of us who are like, I think it's just a square. I mean, on the one hand, I want to, I actually can't even call the artist the D bag because he just BS'd somebody out of $120,000. Yes. yes. And he probably paid like what a buck. I mean, if, if you're paying a return, buck for a banana, you're doing it. No, but it, I'm right? thinking like the banana and the duct tape and I don't know. He probably got some Tic Tacs and a couple makes, other things so when he went to the store. It you know it makes me feel bad for like the people who like can draw right. and, or paint. And then it makes me feel bad for me that I'm not this smart to like screw people out you're, of $150,000. You just by didn't just, think of it. By, you know, s- scraping some doo-doo across this, a wall. The mm-hmm. same art exhibit that I went to where I saw that piece by Yoko Ono, again, an apple on a pedestal, um, there was a tangled up bunch of Christmas lights in a corner. And I was like, that's in my basement. But like, so then, then it's like, who's the fool? Right, exactly. Am I the fool because I didn't do this? That's the art of it, Bradley. That's but I. Art. Fe- but here's what I feel like would happen. If I showed up and did that, people would be like, that's just a bunch of... That's just a bunch of lights in Yeah, a but corner. then you just... Here's the thing. And you can do this because I know you. You have to be ready with some BS oh, about how mm. it's a statement about... It's about the universe mm-hmm. and the complexities. And it's kind of the grand and the... You know, the not grand, like it's like the DNA strand and like the strands of an hourglass. And those are the days of our lives. Close. Exactly. I, I sell it. You can, We can tweak it a little bit. You can sell it. I'm just saying. Cut and print. But I really think the, the D-bag in this story is whoever bought that sad excuse for art. 
Yeah, and you know that. Well, but I'm a critic too. By the way, I'm an art critic. Aren't we all? That's crap. That's crap. You just know. That looks also, good. Sister Wendy would go up to that and be yes. like, "Yes, this is not art. So old. This is a banana." That was rest in peace, Sister Wendy. Rest in she, peace. She left this dimension earlier this year, I think. I just hope she got well, but then also heaven. remember a lot of this kind of art. You're spending one hundred twenty thousand dollars on it. I mean that's just like money laundering yes you're absolutely right sex trafficking to go back to our earlier story <laughs> that's true, actually. it's all just an excuse for sex trafficking i just you know i can't support that it's just in the banana <sighs> i will say there's a lot of art in our studio right now jennifer on twitter Some says people would call it garbage <laughs> jennifer says i went to art basel about 10 years ago for work and the art there is ridiculous i remember one vividly a shovel in the sand it was displayed on the beach titled Shovel in the sand. It went for Stop. several, several thousands of dollars. I shovel in the sand. Let's see if that is this guy's shovel. I yeah, I can't sand. even. It sounds like a you know seventies easy rock song. No, shovel but the same the artist sand. has a picture of a number two card in between somebody's butt cheeks. <laughs> what? That is art. I want that on my wall. It's called Two of Spades. That's genius. What are you even talking about? The artist who did Shovel in the Sand. Has no, a, not Shovel in the oh, Sand. The, same the banana. Did, the banana yeah. has a piece of art that is a picture of a, pic- a butt yep. with the Two of Spades. Oh, God. <laughs> Between the crack. That's right up our alley. Well. <laughs> so to speak. All right, who's your D-bag trainer? Get out of those chicken chips and tell me about your D-bag. I gotta get, I just needed salt because all these stupid people are taking my salt stores. <laughs> Lena Dunham. Speaking of people who have convinced other people that they are far more than what they actually are, and to her, I take off my hat, ma'am. Uh. Lena Dunham has revealed that she moved to Wales to recover from a broken heart. This is the most Lena Dunham story ever. We haven't talked about Lena Dunham in a while, but she is one of the most extra people ever. Like whenever there's a story, it's like extra, like, you know, you and I, we stub a toe Mm -hmm. and then we go, oh, crap, Mm -hmm. put a bandaid on, get about our lives. Lena Dunham stubs a toe and writes a book about it and gets a series (laughs) option on HBO and has 20 Instagram posts about how she's recovering from her stubbed toe. She's like, and the stubbed toe is a metaphor for what women have to go Mm -hmm. through in Hollywood. And you're just like, you are just too much. Well, in the latest chapter of her too much uh, autobiography, she is telling people that speaking candidly for the first time, uh, she is gushing that um, she found Wales to be a beautiful, welcoming and joyful place that helped her recover from a broken heart. Now, she was on some show. I'm assuming this is in the U.K., the Jonathan Ross show, is that a UK? Uh, yeah, it's a UK uh, interview show. She claimed, I ended up in a hospital in Wales, and it was better than Disneyland. Do you know why, Colleen? Mm, because they why? bring you a ham sandwich every two hours, and everybody comes in and tells you you look lush, and then they tell you how lovely the afternoon is, the afternoon is outside. I love Wales. I love Welsh cakes. I love walking in the hills. I just look like any Welsh lady around me with nine hairless pets. When people did realize it was me, they definitely seemed confounded. 
but I was there because oh of the broken heart. Oh my gosh, I can't stand it. I mean, this is the most extra oh woman. Oh girl. So because of her romantic woes, and by the way, this is now story number 5,862 about her broken life after the end of her relationship with uh, Jack Antonoff. Girl, get over it yeah. like the rest of us did. We've all had breakups. We've all had ones that we thought were going to destroy us for the rest of eternity. And you know what the rest of us did? We didn't go to Wales. No, because we, we didn't because we couldn't afford it. <laughs> no, we ate a pizza on our couch uh-huh. and called our friend Miriam and blathered into the phone until two in the morning. And, you know, and Miriam then passed was out with already. our face in the pizza box yeah. and then got up. And went to work like everything was fine yes. the yes. next well, day. And even if it wasn't, it didn't matter because we didn't have a choice because we had to go to work. We didn't have the luxury of yeah. flying off to another country and we that also, was not our own and worrying about how people might respond to us and whether or not they would know who we actually were oh in a faraway gosh. land. And we also knew that there was another pizza and a phone call with Miriam at the end of the day if we needed it. Girl, get <laughs> over at. She also does talk about her, um, you know, getting back into dating now that she's living in the United Kingdom. Here's the thing that I'm finding out about dating here. You know, I love being in England. I love the culture. I love the people. But I'm sober and it's a choice. And I would say sober dating in the UK is a roughie. Some oh, what, she's, like a, like, a piece, she's like a piece of fish? Yeah. <laughs> It was easy to find guys Bottom when I would feeder. drink because I would drink a lot, go over to their house, throw up, and then they would have to let me stay. But okay, in Wales... Okay, hold the phone. We have to deconstruct um, Lena Dunham's flirting technique, which yeah. was to drink so uh-huh. much that she hurled... Well, look, I, I'm going to be honest. I used to date like Lena Dunham. I used to go over to people's house and barf. Then I would... Then I would pass out. <laughs> then I would wake up and not know where I was. And mm-hmm. Then I would leave. But mm-hmm. I really wouldn't call that dating. I would just call that alcoholism. Yeah, exactly. She goes on to say, but in Wales, when I was being a polite woman of dignity and grace, much more challenging. It was much more challenging. If anyone in the audience knows a nice, sober, respectable, but a little bit freaky man who would like to take me to dinner, I'm open. Like, she is just always so precious. There's nothing inherently wrong or offensive with what she's saying. It's just always, like, tone deaf and a little too um, precious. Do you know what I mean? And a yeah. little too aimed at at being coquettishly... Um, what's the word? Self-absorbed without seeing self, seeming self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's too much. You're like, what What are you trying to say? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, if you thought we were done with D-bags, you're dead wrong. We are going to do a D-bag double down after this on My Talk 1071. Sometimes one segment cannot contain all the D-bags of this world. And so we have had to create another area to put those D-bags on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. It's a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> 
Does that tell you who our double D bag is today? It's a royal. Let me guess. I'm thinking it might be Prince Andrew. Prince Andy, or as they used to call him, Four Handy. Okay, what? Prince Andrew was particularly fond of four-handed massages where two women would work on him at the same time. You nasty. That's nasty. So apparently um, some former friends of Prince Andrew, including an ex-girlfriend, are spilling the details. And uh, among the details, and this is... Oh, hello. Yes, Prince Andrew is a nasty, nasty man. (laughs) We like to get all the hands on him at one time. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, um, apparently, an anonymous friend of Andrew's who went to parties with him after his divorce from Fergie in 1996 revealed how sexy young models would fling their arms all about him and call him Andy Darling. Uh, An associate said that the prince's sexual appetite was on full display at one party. It was hosted by an art dealer uh, and his exotic wife. I don't know. What what does that that even mean? I don't know. Where he would reportedly lie back and allow models to sit on his lap. Uh, Yes. Um, All of this stuff comes, of course... You'll remember by, uh, Virginia Roberts. She's been making statements in court papers, um, or she did make statements in court papers that were finally released. And uh, she also claims that she had a relationship uh, with Prince Andrew. Um, she went on to say, Ghislaine Maxwell, and this is kind of a side note, but creepy Ghislaine Maxwell, mm-hmm. you know, the friend the, of Jeffrey who Epstein. essentially was the mistress, allegedly, of all these underage gals. Said that basically um, she would have sex with underage girls too with Epstein. So gross. A stylist. I can, uh, just quickly. Okay. A stylist who dated um, the prince for a very short time revealed how he particularly enjoyed receiving four handed massages where two women would rub their hands over him at once. <laughs> they described um, him as respectful. Sexually a little keen, but perfectly straightforward. Okay, I just want to say this really quick. I'm like, I probably would enjoy a massage with four hands, um, but not well, like sure. in a sexy way. In a you know professional setting where the goal was to release my, I know, my muscles. Like, honestly, you know how they have like couples massages. I I just want a couple of massage therapies <laughs> yes. happening to me. You want to book a couples massage for myself for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a couple Zia to massage me. 
And we don't need to have a happy ending. But so that's not mm. what's gross about it, right? It's not the fact that he's like massages with four hands. It's the pro the. It's like where it, those four hands na- are going. Exactly, because it, it's nasty. And he also like ladies to sit on his lap. Yeah, this is not a therapeutic experience. This is a sexy experience. Here's my other thing, and this is just I I've been paying attention to this lately uh, in myself when I am moved to use the words. He had sex with underage women. Yeah. He raped children. Yeah. And that's what that is. Yeah. It to see, when you say he had sex with underage children about a person underage women. Underage yeah, underage women. Yeah. Well, underage anybody. Um that's called rape. Yeah. And they're children. Yeah. When you say sex underage, you, it makes it sound like it's palatable and okay. Yeah. And it's just not. Yeah. I just had to get that off thank my chest. You. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I just, for for my purposes, I'm back over here getting massages. I wanted to say about Prince Andrew getting massages, this is like a weird 80s, I know I'm just going to stereotype a little bit, but I just feel like there's just something like creepy 80s about all this massage business. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I'm really naive and that could be entirely possible. I will, I will grant you that, but like... It's such a weird fetish, right? Like, because I love massages, you love massages. Mm -hmm. I don't look for those massages to be in any way sexual. In fact, I think I'm probably, you know, somewhat overly respectful about that to like make sure there's not a whiff of sex happening in a massage experience, right? But like, there's this thing the the arrangement of those words made me uncomfortable, but go on. But there is something about like men of a certain age from a certain like socioeconomic status where like they're going to have a sexual relationship with a woman who massages them. Like, why wouldn't you just have a sexual relationship? Right. Right. Like there's just something extra creepy about the massage thing. Same with like and we're people looking like, at you, John Travolta. I was going to say, actually, same with people like John Travolta, where it's like they can't get their needs met directly because like I wouldn't. A quote normal person or a quote person not trying to do anything untoward just be like do you want to have sex right like that happens all the time Mm -hmm. people just go want to do it or you know some such thing Uh uh-huh but there's just something people didn't hear is bradley uh wiggled his eyebrows thrice Uh before he said want to do it Mm -hmm. yeah you know just to make sure Mm -hmm. there's no you know what kind of it you're talking about do it like what per cheesy no Mm -hmm. i don't want to do that but but there is something particularly and i know i'm i'm sort of making uh light of a very serious subject that's just a very specific kind of assault yeah where you it's like you're pretending you're getting one thing but you're luring somebody Uh, into another it's kind of a fantasy but it's a sad fantasy. Just a weird, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. He's nasty. That's nasty. You're nasty, Prince Andrew. Oh, by the way, he's going to end up dead. Um, and if and you'd like too. to hear Bradley's entire scenario on that, you'll want to check the podcast a little bit later. It happened oh. about mm, halfway through the first hour of the show. It's posted right now. Okay, so there you, you go. It's go already back. available. Mm-hmm. If you, but why don't you stick with us because we got more good stuff planned on the Colleen and Bradley show. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.